to the PFF NFL Daily. Steve Pelizola, Sam Munson. Oh, I never introduced us. Start over. Start over. Now, today, today talking about Derek Carr. Yeah, we talked about him before, but today there's money attached because rumors are he's going to get $40 million a year from the Raiders. Is it just what he wants? Where are these rumors coming from? Are they coming from a car camp or from the Raiders camp? But either way, I think it's worth discussing. Is Derek Carr the next $40 million a year quarterback? Sam, he's been uh, on a pretty decent contract, right? He signed a contract that was for a lot of money at the time a few years ago. Now you look at APY, Derek Carr, not, you know, right around the t- 15th or so. Does he deserve to be up in that top five range, though? That's kind of funny. The the Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins uh, group of quarterbacks somehow seem to be maximizing the money, right? Kirk Cousins is going to be one of the most contractually successful quarterbacks in NFL history, the way his career has panned out. And Derek Carr is signing this succession of market-topping contracts throughout his career. Um, and he becomes a fascinating case study because, you know, Derek Carr, I think, bounced back this season closer to closer than he's ever been to that 2016 year where he really looked like he was going to be one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. You could argue he got back to that level for the first time this season, or at least did until the offense unraveled around him, right? With John Gruden getting axed, with Henry Ruggs being kicked off the team, with Darren Waller going down hurt, things definitely unraveled a little bit towards the end of the year. But Derek Carr was really good this season. Um, The problem is at least by any sort of league-wide measure, he's probably not worth $40 million a year. But you always have to weigh that against what the alternative is. And this, I think, just falls under the category for me of a necessary evil. Like, would you be overpaying Derek Carr $40 million a year? Yeah. But is it worth doing because the alternative of not having Derek Carr is probably worse? Also, yeah. So... If I'm the Raiders, I think I just accept that I'm going to get gouged on the deal and hand the man his money. Yeah, when Carr, when Carr signed, right? So 2017, he has a cap number of 15 million, then up to 25 million in 2018. In the 25 million in 2018, I don't know exactly where it ranked, but that was like a big number yeah. back then. When we were t- at that time, it was like, all right, who's going to break 30? And, and, and then we started to get up, and now we're uh, up into the 40s. So, you have a guy that this past year cap number was at 19, 20. It was very reasonable. But the but the totality of Carr's contract put him 14th among quarterbacks currently right now in average per year. And that's that feels great for Derek Carr because he's he's probably a top eight to ten quarterback in the NFL. He's probably right on that top ten cusp. Uh no I think no matter which way you slice it, right? If you use PFF war, he's been 10th, 10th, and 12th over these last couple of years. So pretty solid. But once you get up into that top five range, it, it becomes tough to justify maybe for a couple of years. But do you just the other part of it is, though, is do you just pay him the 40 because a few years from now, that's the norm, much like it was, you know, a couple of years ago. Twenty five was a big number. Then it became the norm and it got, you know, blown away eventually. Uh, the other thing I'm thinking of. We've always talked about the Matt Ryan inflection point, and we've we started to say, hey, maybe Derek Carr is that cutoff right now. Are people going to start looking at Matthew Stafford as the cutoff, right? I mean, he's Stafford's coming off this great run. He's always had the tools and all that stuff. Yeah, some people think he's always been a top five quarterback, but Stafford's a top eight to ten quarterback, right? Maybe top five at his very, very best. Is Stafford 
the cutoff, the guy that I can make a playoff run with. Well, I think Stafford's success this season actually would make me more inclined to give Derek Carr his money. Um, right. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's, it's almost like changing your perception a little bit, seeing what Stafford does, right? I think Stafford is a more physically talented quarterback than Derek Carr, but Derek Carr might be as good a quarterback or even better overall. You know, when you start factoring in rate of putting the ball in harm's way, rate of making big time throws, you know, the kind of the things aren't necessarily just physical tools. Like that's where Stafford is as good as any quarterback in the NFL as having an insane arm is being able to make the crazy no-look throws like the Super Bowl, those kinds of things. But overall, you know, that's not quarterbacking is about more than that, right? It's about every throw you make, every play you make. And if you add all of that in, I think Derek Carr is probably as talented uh, a quarterback as Matthew Stafford, if not better. And if you look at the first seven weeks of last season, Derek Carr was the number three graded quarterback in the NFL. It was Tom Brady, number one, Kyler Murray, number two, Derek Carr, number three. Um, and then obviously everything started to fall apart for the Raiders and he finished much lower than that. But generally, I think he's in that Matthew Stafford kind of range. And Stafford during the regular season wasn't that great in terms of a throw-by-throw basis. The numbers were fantastic because he was playing with the Rams, right? And Sean McVay's offense and the things they were able to scheme up and all those things. And, you know, despite of that, he still led the league in interceptions. But the point was Stafford is a quarterback where the selling point is he'll be good enough for the regular season, and then in the playoffs, he's capable of going on a run. And if he goes on that run, he can play at a level that's good enough to beat the better teams in the postseason and end up with a ring at the end of it. And that's exactly what happened, right? You got re- you got baseline Stafford for the regular season, and then when the playoffs hit, you got, higher end of, you got a higher end of Stafford. You got a, a higher end of the variance, and he went on a good run and won a ring. I think there's an argument that Derek Carr is perfectly capable of doing that, right? If you get an average year out of Derek Carr, a standard year, if you like, over the regular season, and if the Raiders make the postseason, then you get, if he gets a run like he had in the first seven weeks of this season, that's good enough for a team to win a Super Bowl. The issue is, you know, the Rams already have a kind of Super Bowl caliber team, right? They've got an incredible coach in Sean McVay. They had a really talented roster. They'd already kind of built this thing to go on this run, and they just needed the quarterback to step in, capable of getting it there. The Raiders don't have that. Like, that team needs help. It needs the coach, the proven coach, to come in there and and do the Sean McVay job. It needs an offensive line. There's a lot of holes in that Raiders team, and any money they give to Derek Carr is going to start chipping away at their ability to do that. So I think Carr is essentially – what I'm saying is Carr is capable of winning a Super Bowl. You don't immediately become hamstrung – and not capable of winning if you uh, give all the money to Derek Carr. But I don't think they're in the same situation as the Rams because they do still need to put a Super Bowl team around him. Well, well, they're definitely not a quarterback away like the Rams felt like they were and were proven right, you know, that they were a quarterback and, and a couple other pieces away with Matthew Stafford, right? But the the thing about Carr, though, too, is a lot of those arguments sound like the Stafford arguments where – People said, well, he's never won a playoff game and he's never really won at a high level, but the Raiders have never had a good defense, but the Raiders have never had this or that. They've, they're the Raiders. They, they never put the pieces around him. They never gave him weapons. And yeah, you know, Carr, Carr, when he had Amari Cooper also had his best yeah. season. Does he have Darren Waller? Did he show the flashes when he had uh, Henry Ruggs playing you know, at a high level earlier this year? Yeah. Uh, but we haven't seen Derek Carr 
with a plethora of playmakers. We also saw Derek Carr behind a pretty bad offensive line this year and have success, right? So if you want, and this is why, this is what's funny about the NFL, the Rams winning, even though it's just a, a few games here and there, the Rams winning changes strategy, right? It changes perception. And I could see these arguments happening that Derek Carr is not all that different from Matthew Stafford. And I'll be honest, I've made Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford comparisons before. Both guys hit this little lull in their career where they probably got a little bit too conservative and Stafford came out of it really aggressive on the other side. Carr started to get out of it really aggressive on the other side and showed maybe the ability to carry a team a little bit more. So, hey, I could talk myself into it. And I think, again, $40 million might sound crazy in 2022, but it's not that crazy in 2025. And the other part of this, too, yeah, they're not the Rams, but if you're Dave Ziegler, if you're Josh McDaniels, you're coming in, you're confident that you're going to be able to build that team around him. Maybe there's a comfort level of at least settle the quarterback situation, and then we'll figure out the other resources later. The Stafford thing is interesting because it's almost both sides of the argument at the same time. Um, the Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Stafford, is the reason why you can hand Derek Carr the money, right? Because you can give him the cash. He's capable of doing everything that Matthew Stafford just did to win the Rams a Super Bowl. Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford, is why you can't give him the money, right? Because it's like, <laughs> right. if you don't have the team around him, he looks like that, which is, sure, there's nice yardage and there's some big numbers and you know he's going to accumulate a lot of stats, but he's never going to threaten winning anything of substance. And like, you know, you're going to have people going, oh, poor Matthew Stafford is trapped in this environment where he's not capable of winning because they can't put a good enough team around him. So the fact that if they hand him $40 million a year, it potentially creates this Detroit Lions, Derek Carr, um, and prevents them from getting the Los Angeles Rams version. Uh, what is interesting, though, if you look at his PFF war numbers, he's got, he had 3.1, essentially, wins above replacement this past year. <clears throat> and Dr. Eric Eager, the, the PFF forecast, has done some work in terms of sort of tying war to salary cap figures, right, to dollar values and how much money you're, how much wins above replacement you're generating per uh, cap figure. Essentially, it's like $10 million per win above replacement for a quarterback. So for Derek Carr and his 3.1 war, it's about $31 million a year. So if you're sort of judging by what he does, that's the, that's the area you want to be in. And if you're saying, hey, Derek Carr, $30 million a year deal, sure. $40 million, it's, it's, in theory, it's more than he's worth, right? He's never been above 3.3 wins above replacement. But that's the premium you pay for not having leverage, right? For not being able to say, no, walk away. We'll go and find somebody different. Like, you probably need to keep Derek Carr. And that means that instead of paying $31 million a year, you might have to pay 40 Yeah, and $31 million a year puts him right at about 10th in APY. Which is, I mean, like, just which intuitively, is right. which is exactly where he should be, right? But yeah. that's not how negotiations so work. When somebody has leverage, they get the better right. deal. And I would argue that. Derek Carr has the leverage in this negotiation. Yeah, and I, look, I, I, I like the idea of having quarterbacks paid for what they're actually worth, but it's just it's not the reality of it. So I, I'm not completely against Derek Carr for 40, but I'd rather him for uh, for 31. That's my take here today. Good discussion, Sam. As always, it's PFF NFL Daily.